Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to One Visit Away. This week, uh, trying something new, testing something out. I'm calling it One Visit Away Q&A. And basically what this is, is, uh, you know, I have a lot of people who reach out to me on LinkedIn or, you know, people who see my posts, people who follow the podcast or send me emails. And there's a lot of people that have questions uh, that they want me to answer or things they want to know more about, but I don't have time to, you know, get on the phone with everybody or type all this information out. So I'm trying out this thing, one visit away Q&A, where some weeks I'll do this uh, or I'll just add it on top of the regularly scheduled episodes. But I'm trying this out next week. Good news is uh, I finally have uh, a guest booked for next week. So got my recording set for next week with uh, a major gift officer and uh, getting back to guests on the show. So that's coming next week. But until then, I hope you enjoy this. So uh, and yeah, let me know what you think of it. If it's helpful, it may not be. Again, I started the podcast uh, not going to me giving information, but more telling stories because I wanted to build some credibility first. But it seems like now some people care about uh, thoughts I have on matters. So here you go. If you don't, don't listen to this because it's uh, thoughts from Kevin time. And the other thing I'll warn you of is, uh, yeah, when I get into thoughts on things, uh, realize you are not going to agree with me on everything that is uh, part of life. And uh, I am also a very opinionated person if you haven't figured that out yet. So <laughs> here we go. <laughs> this is uh, I'm stepping into it now and we'll see how it goes. So I'll keep this. Uh, I'll always keep these anonymous just uh, so I'll leave out some things just so nobody ever knows who we will be talking about here. But I got this message uh, on LinkedIn and this person is a gift officer and she uh, writes, you know, introduces herself, says some nice stuff, all the stuff the podcast is meant to her, but then goes into, I'm writing to you today to ask if you know of any time management slash prioritization content related to the work of major gift fundraising. While I'm organized, I've had an incredibly hard time juggling the many tasks that come with this work and also serving in a director role, which includes a lofty stack of of administrative tasks. Um, and then she's just asking for, you know, recommendations of like a book or anything like that. And then I asked, um, if by when she says administrative tasks, does that include managing other gift officers? Um, she says, no. Um, basically, uh, I serve as the liaison for annual giving planned giving, etc. Um, additionally, we are launching a campaign next year. So much of my time has been spent on basically like getting all this stuff ready, developing strategic funding priorities, writing case support statements. Um, the organization has been understaffed since the beginning. So, you know, we're kind of dealing with that. I'm paraphrasing and <laughs> changing some things as I read this, by the way. Um, I imagine down the road we'd have more support, but in addition to those directors who do have 
major gift officer, direct reports, we are all overloaded with the tasks mentioned above. If I'm getting out and meeting, I'm falling behind on campaign material development, foundation reports, content development, and more. And yeah, that's basically the predicament. And my response to this is... I'm not going to go super detailed into exactly what I would do in this precise situation because th- there's just too many variables I don't know about, but I'm going to use this opportunity to talk about uh, just a big, a larger concept, which I think is so key in major gifts, and that is essentially the ability to tell people, no, I'm not going to do that. Now, what do I mean by that? Um, I made a post about this on LinkedIn not that long ago. And there is a... I Let me give a little background behind why I think this way. There are a lot of gift officers or directors of development uh, who they complain a lot because there's so many tasks that are put upon them. And I see this happen all the time. It's kind of like this... Uh, never-ending cycle that uh, just ends in someone getting fired or the employee just getting really like overwhelmed, resentful, and checks out mentally for a year while they're looking for a new job and then finally gets something and leaves. And basically what happens is, is the organization expects one person who is hired to do major gift fundraising. That was why they were hired. They then get into the role and expect them to do all this other stuff that is not major gift fundraising. Uh, It could be event planning. It could be sending out all the emails on behalf of the organization, you know, coordinating email campaigns, direct mail pieces, all this other stuff. And, um, what winds up happening is the person just gets so overwhelmed and they're like, Oh, and actually we need you to uh, draft this letter for the executive director or the president. We need you to write this up and, uh, you know, get that prepared. We also need you to handle, um, RSVPs for this like private reception. And we want you to, uh, figure out like how to do this on the website. Oh, by the way, we want you to, Uh, do all this like work in the database and figure out a new software system, all this stuff that has nothing to do with meeting people, getting to know them and asking for gifts. And so that's, that's placed upon these gift officers. And by the way, none of those things that I'm talking about uh, of like, you know, working on the website, sending out emails, none of that has to do at all with how you will be reviewed in your job performance, because at the end of the day, usually the things that uh, your uh, your leader is looking for and why you were hired, the metrics in your your job offer uh, have to do with how much money you raised and how many asks you've made and who you've met with and what kind of opportunities are in the pipeline. And so that's the stuff you're going to be measured upon, but you're being told, oh, you just got to do all this stuff. And I understand this is, there's a problem on both sides here, mainly on the leadership side. But as the gift officer, 
at some point you need to decide how am I going to go about, um, there are varying degrees of intensity to which you can do this. Um, but at some point you need to kind of draw a line in the sand and say, I'm not going to do this. And you can do that by, you know, a, a very abrupt way is to simply say, I'm not going to do this. Uh, probably a better way um, is to have a discussion with your leader about like, hey, I just want to make sure, you know, w- when I was hired, like these are the things that are in my job description that I was told were the priorities. Um, has something changed with that? Uh, do we need a change? Uh, yeah, has anything changed with that? Um, if it has, can we, you know, like, uh, put down on paper what that is um, because because I, I need to know this is important to my success at this organization or have things not changed and we just need to figure out how to get me back into functioning in the role I was hired to do and um, you know make it more of the leader's realization that this is what you, what is the highest and best use of your time Um so the, essentially, there's varying ways you can do it, but it has to be done because if you do not bring this to their attention and you don't write this as early as possible, what's going to happen is uh, you're going to get more and more sucked into doing all these things that have nothing to do with deepening relationships with your major gift donors and prospective donors, and then you're going to be frustrated because you know you're like I'm not doing what I was hired to do. I'm not doing what I'm good at. I'm not good I'm not doing what I know is in the best interest of the organization. Um you're going to be feeling that the whole time. You're going to be stressed out that you're not making this progress with your portfolio. And then yeah, maybe maybe you get these things done, but then at the end of the year when your job review or your performance review comes around, the uh, whoever your boss is or the board is going to be looking at it and they're like man you uh you really like fell short big time on your fundraising goals you you didn't meet with enough people you didn't make enough asks you didn't close enough gifts uh and now you're just super frustrated they think you didn't do a good job and it's just a disaster so i have found that and, and so what's going to happen is you're either going to get fired or you are going to, uh, you're just going to get frustrated and quit. And so what needs to happen is eventually, well, I mean, <laughs> like I, I did this many times during my careers. I just, well, one, I was given a lot of autonomy. And so I just chose not to do certain things. So like, for example, when I first got started, when I was in, you know, an office by myself, um, in a city <laughs> by myself, and I, and I was just given the responsibility of kind of take this over. Um, you know, we sent out before, before I was there, there was like a weekly, uh, email that got sent out and I just never did it. Um, (laughs) we didn't send out that weekly email for like a year because, because I had to make a decision, uh, with like the limited time and resources that I had and no one else to do it. It's like, am I going to do something that's not one of my strengths? That's going to take me a long time that I don't even know what the ROI is on. uh, Or am I going to go out and visit with people? Um, And I chose visit with people and nothing, nothing catastrophic happened because I didn't send out those emails. And I'm not telling you like, I am definitely not saying emails aren't important or something like that. 
someone should be doing it. What I'm trying to get across is you need to be very clear in your own mind and have it be known to everyone else in the organization what is the value that Susie brings to the table? What is the value that John brings to the table? Is it that they uh, write content for our website? Is it they send out emails? Or is it that they meet with people and close six and seven figure gifts? Because if it's they meet with people and close six and seven figure gifts, then that's what you need to be doing. That's the other thing is is you need to get this going in the there's this <laughs> there's this problem on the side of people, you know, people who are giving you these tasks, part of the reason they're giving them to you is because they don't know what you're not doing. And that's partially because sometimes we haven't shown them what we could be doing. So what I mean by that is if you have a track record of, you know, kicking butt, meeting with people all the time, closing gifts consistently, bringing in hundreds of thousands and eventually millions of dollars a year in major gifts, then eventually it just becomes obvious. Well, of course, we're not going to have Susie going and, uh, you know, stuffing envelopes at the whatever or like uh, spending all this time creating content for the email list because Susie is the person that makes the huge money come in the door. And so it, it, it goes both ways. It's like people give us these responsibilities because they don't know that there's this huge thing missing. And then on the opposite side, it's like if you can prove through having this type of success that you know this is where millions of dollars comes from then no one's going to no one's going to consider that you should be doing this um at least that's that's been my experience and i would so yeah that that's what i would recommend is when you find yourself being overwhelmed with all these different requests that you know are going to lead to you getting fired or quitting because you just get overwhelmed, figure out how do you have that conversation um, that will lead to getting back in, into what's a priority for you. And I understand these things are messy. They're complicated. Uh, there are going to be times um, where like, I don't know if there's like an all hands on deck, everybody's got to, you know, make this push towards this thing. But it, but make sure that it's a short season. You know, like, is this, okay, we're in this tough spot right now. We need everybody working on this thing. It's going to be done in three months, and this is never going to happen again. That's one thing. But if it's not that, and it's like what most organizations do, that this is just the way of life, and this is going to happen forever, um then you either need to draw that line in the sand and decide like, I'm just not going to participate in that. Or you need to go find uh, when you get fired or you quit because you just get so frustrated. Uh, try as best as you can to look for these signs in the next opportunity because this, this happens all, all the time. Um, it, and yeah, <laughs> be very clear when you get the next job or you get your first job 
just make very sure that everybody knows why you're being hired, what the expectations are, because you just don't want to wind up that position where it's just like, okay, now we want you to do everything in the organization. Because once you get in that, it's really hard to break out of it. And uh, it's not a fun cycle. So I hope that's helpful to uh, the person who sent in this question. And yeah, let me know what y'all think about uh, One Visit Away Q&A. And again, we'll be back uh, next week with um, regularly scheduled uh, guests on One Visit Away and hearing some some more great stories but thank you so much for everybody listening to the podcast let me know what you think of this uh one visit away q a and if you have any questions just send them in and i'll start putting these out um you know maybe in addition to the weekly episodes or when i don't have a guest or something like that but yeah let me know what you think thank you so much everybody that's left a rating and review we've had a huge surge in the last uh week or so you know gotten like uh, I don't know, 10 or 12 ratings and reviews, which is awesome. Getting close to, to 100 five-star reviews, which is pretty cool. So thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode was valuable. As always, I hope it's helped you uh, want to go schedule more visits because after all, you're just one visit away from growing your mission and your impact.